0: Hey everyone, it's Seth Rudetsky. Welcome to another episode of Seth Rudetsky's Back to School. This week I go back to high school with New Earth. Tony Award winner and triple threat. And of course, for those of you that are TV fanatics, the amazing Lilith, and by amazing I mean blank faced on Cheers. Anywho, I was remembering the first time I knew about New Earth, this was back in the 80s, I had the album of this review she did called Upstairs at O'Neill's. And I remember she came out at the beginning and she spoke to the audience with this French accent and she was like, welcome to our cabaret. And in the middle of it, one of the other review members was like, Bibi, you're not French. So anyway, that brings me to my French teacher's story when I was in high school. Mademoiselle, well, I guess I won't give her last name, but let me just say <laughs> Mademoiselle Lesson. My point is, this didn't happen. It wasn't in my class. It happened. It happened in my friend Whitney's class. But basically, Mademoiselle Lesson sneezed and it completely threw her back out. (laughs) So horrible to laugh about now. But it completely threw her back out where she was then literally not teaching for two months. And then she finally came back and she always wore these really kind of like glamorous outfits, but she had to come back wearing sneakers (laughs) because I guess the high heels were bad for her back. Anyway, I know it's not that funny, but what was funny is Whitney's imitation of it because no joke, it was literally this. Bonjour, class. Comment allez Achoo! Get... The nurse. <laughs> it was just literally a sneeze and then a mobilization and then intense get the Bonjour classe, you? Get the nurse. Anyway, it's all good. And that was a while ago, so I think she's all healed. Okay, get ready for Setheskies back to school. Dreading morning classes. Stealing bathroom passes. Football drivers and SATs. <laughs> Bullies that attack me. Why do I have acne? Jock straps. Training frost. Prennemies. enemies. We remember back then. It's, it's like freshman year again. Ready, steady, like now you're in e- it. Pencils, not this any minute. He's back to school. With. B.B. New Earth. now Today, I'm lucky enough to be joined by Emmy... Tony Award winner, you know her from Cheers, Frasier, the film Tadpole, Broadway Show Chicago, Sweet Charity, A Course Line, Upstairs at O'Neill's, and much more, Miss Bebe Neuwirth. <laughs> Hi, Bebe. <laughs> Hi. Okay, right, so tell everybody, where did you go to high school?
1: I went to two different high schools. I went to just freshman year, I went to Princeton Day School, then I got the heck out of there and I transferred to Princeton High School for sophomore, junior, senior year.
0: Was Princeton Day School private? Yes. And you got the hell out because... I I
1: didn't like it there. I don't want to offend anyone. Mm -hmm. I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. But I will say that there was an attitude and a kind of a culture that didn't make sense to me. I didn't fit into it. And I really didn't like it.
0: Mm -hmm. Sounds like you weren't a fan. Now, this is 1972 to 76 when you were in high school. Uh,
1: Is that right? Okay.
0: Okay according to my research, which, by the way, I did around five minutes of it.
1: Yeah, Don't trust everything you read, by the True way. True that. <laughs> There's a mistake on my Wikipedia page that I won't correct just because I want to make sure that I can always point to something and say, don't trust it. <laughs> That's a good it point. does not always have correct information. Anyway, mm-hmm. they probably wouldn't let me.
0: You didn't start on Porgy Invest. Okay, so give me a typical day for you in high school I always feel, because you're a dancer, you were super disciplined. Did you wake yourself up, make yourself breakfast? Oh,
1: God, no, oh? no, 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 no. I hated school, hated going to school. <laughs> I mean, that's part of the reason why I wanted to get out of there was because you had to work so hard
0: at school stuff. So uh, if you didn't even care about
1: Yeah, and I just didn't care. All I was would think about my whole life was...
0: Hold on. Mandy? Uh-uh.
1: Um... Oh, yeah. So all I was really thinking about in high school was dancing Mm. and getting on the stage and hurrying up and getting this over with so I could move to New York and (laughs) be a professional dancer. How often were you training as a dancer while you were in high school? Well, I was, you know, I was in this, um, I mean, my whole life, virtually, I've been in ballet class since I was five. So I was always taking class. And then starting from when I was 12, I was performing with our regional ballet company. It was not a professional company in Princeton at that time, although they have a professional company now. And so I used to perform with them a lot. It wasn't just, you know, the school would put on a ballet each year if it was Sleeping Beauty or Cinderella or something or Nutcracker we would do. But also there were performances throughout the year. So I would go and play the cat in Peter and the Wolf and I'd get to get off a day from school so that we could go to a nursing home nearby and put on a ballet. When I have spoken, you know, when people have talked to me as an adult, and established professional, what about stage fright? I always say that's where I feel safe is on the stage. I'm not afraid to be on stage. I'm afraid to be off stage.
0: Interesting. <laughs> and that's because you were performing so, so young, you
1: think? Well, I don't know why. I mean, because from the very first time I was on stage, I was like, let me at it. You
0: seem super erudite and smart. Were you not a good I'm not. student? <laughs> no, but you are. I mean, were you not a no, good
1: student? I'm not. I was not a good student. I was a good student until eighth grade, I guess. But then, you know, high school, it just kind of fell apart. It was like, I don't know. It just kind of came kind of easy up until then. Then all of a sudden it's like, oh, you have that, but you actually also have to work also. And I said, oh, no, no, no. I'm profoundly ignorant, <laughs> actually.
0: <laughs> You've gotten by, dear. What was, your, what was your easy A in high school? Like, whatever, I don't have to work on this. I can get a great grade.
1: I pretty much almost failed out. So <gasps> I don't know. I suppose English.
0: Do you remember guess, like and- writing papers?
1: No, I would not do my work. I would just, like, the teacher would come around. I remember saying this to a history teacher. Oh, bless him. He was so nice. He'd come around to collect papers. I'd look at him and I'd go, forfeit. (laughs) (gasps) You're not allowed to Who the hell says that (laughs) when they're 14 years old? What the hell? God,
0: weren't your parents super smarty pants? They weren't saying to you, baby, you've got to get good grades? Yeah,
1: well, I think my parents are a little more advanced than being focused on the grades, as being focused on, you're not doing your work, you're wasting your brain. What's going
0: on? And what would you say?
1: I don't remember. I was probably stoned and I don't remember. No, I don't know. Because there was that too. I mean, I wasn't a pothead. I was just interested in boys. I was interested in ballet and I was interested in...
0: Bongs? The three Bs? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> As they say, did you get in trouble with your parents for this? Was this the oh, secret yeah. for me? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. They didn't like it. No, no, not at all. And you also mentioned briefly By the to way, me, my yes, brother
1: was doing much worse stuff than I was. Never got in trouble. Well, hello, he got A pluses. Yeah. You had a horrific <laughs> average. The least you could do is not smoke. He never got caught. He's smarter than <laughs> I <am. laughs>
0: Academically. But you told me you got caught by more than your parents. Oh, you- yeah,
1: no, I did- yeah, I know what you're getting at. When I was 13, I went to one of these, I went to a dance in town. Kathy and I went together and one of our parents drove us there. And this band that was playing from our high school, you know, like Charlie Roth and the band was called Fordham Road and they were fantastic. They were so good. And then I went out to get high with a couple friends, my two friends, You're Molly 13. and Andy. Gone. Yeah. I've been smoking pot for a while. Uh-huh. <laughs> so mm-hmm. we went out in the what I thought were the woods, you know, in these trees, and we started passing a pipe around, getting high. And then the flashlights came, and they were cops, and we got busted. And it turns out we were... <laughs> I was... A too stupid, B too stoned to realize that I was across the street from the cop station, and so the police took us over to the station. Called our called your parents. parents. <laughs> oh my god. I remember walking across the street, and Molly, this girl Molly, was about a year ahead of me. She goes, "Oh my god, oh my god, what's happening?" I was like, "Be cool, Molly. Just be cool, Molly." Even then, <laughs> yeah. you were. that <laughs> I chill. <can't> imagine. <laughs> be cool. Just be cool. Yeah. So I got. Busted. And my parents, my my father came to pick me up at Uh, the cop station. It was thundering silence. (laughs) And then we went. We went back over to get Kathy. She goes, where were you? I was looking for all of you.
0: I said, I got busted. Oh my, she's so lucky she didn't.
1: She goes like, you did not. I said, yeah, I did. I got busted. So we sat in the back. I'll never forget sitting in the back of the car with Kathy with the wide eyes looking at me, looking at my father. Oh my God. I don't know if I've ever heard silence like that oh since God. then. The
0: disappointment, the rage. And then what was the punishment?
1: I was grounded for a month and I didn't. A lot of leaf raking.
0: Oh God! <laughs> Must have been the fall time. Did you ever do something wrong that was kind of major and you didn't get caught for it?
1: Oh God, yes.
0: Yes, ma'am. Oh, now you yes. Can finally reveal I it.
1: I was very good at forging my parents' signatures, both of them. So I gave myself passes to get out of school. And this one time, oh my God! This one time, I. Gave myself a pass to get out of school. I got picked up by my boyfriend who went to school at Lawrenceville. They picked me up in his white Chevy Nova, and he took me out to this big party where they were having all day. And I got really stoned, and I oh. started having these oral hallucinations where I started hearing my mother yelling my name. I was licking, licking like, looking
0: around Oh my god! Uh, yeah, oh my god! You would actually forge your parents' signature at handwriting, and it actually mm-hmm. worked. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they." But we still don't know? I think they know. Okay. I think
1: they, you know, there are some things they know, they don't really want to know. Okay. Then I gave it up after I got busted and then I started again when I was 16.
0: (laughs) That's wonderful. So let me ask you something. Did you have some big high school romance?
1: Oh, I had boyfriends all through.
0: Just boyfriends, but not this one guy you were obsessed with for four years.
1: I was obsessed with lots of boys, but I did have a couple of boyfriends. I had one boyfriend who went to a different school, who actually went to Lawrenceville, hmm. and then I had one of my buddies. We kind of dated, whatever, for a while.
0: Was there a high percentage of they became gay 10 years later? Were they ballet boys?
1: Oh, well, I had crushes on ballet boys. You know, ballet boys back then were few and far between, and the straight ones were... The only expression I can think of, pardon me, is cock of the walk. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they absolutely had the pick. They would, you know, sleep their way through companies. They could have anybody they wanted. Arrogant, um, charming, gorgeous Mm -hmm. virtuosos. So, of course, I had crushes on a couple of those, but we didn't really have any. They would come and guest
0: with us. Oh, they weren't part of your regular trip.
1: Yeah, no, there was one that was... I don't know. I mean, I did all right, Seth. I uh-huh. did all right in high school. Say no more, baby. Yeah.
0: <laughs> what about the prom?
1: Oh, the prom. So sophomore year, I went to the Lawrenceville prom with Alan. Upperclassman. Was, he was the president of his class.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And we went out onto the golf course and smoked a joint during
0: that prom. Part of the three B's. Um, yep. Boys and bongs.
1: And then junior year, I had this boyfriend, my friend, Dick. He was a very very funny guy and he was in my class and we sort of were boyfriend girlfriend kind of and then senior year just went with a friend
0: you know really? with, like
1: a bunch of friends were sort of together because I didn't have anyone in particular.
0: Do you remember the prom outfit?
1: Yes. The one that I went to my junior year was a red halter top jersey of course because it was 1974 kind of wrap long dress, Mm. and the one in, oh, I guess 1975, and then 76, that was a dark chocolate brown haltery jersey
0: pant, you know, jumpsuit.
1: Well, more like these trousers, actually just like really wide-legged and white platform shoes. That was the daring
0: choice? Mm, those were nice. So when you would walk into the cafeteria, who would you sit with? Were you with popular kids? uh, No. Oh, (laughs) sorry, I asked. (laughs) Uh, Have you met me? No. (laughs) No, well, of course. I mean, you're a dancer, you're beautiful. I would think you'd be a popular kid. No, we had,
1: we kind of self-segregated into which arch, under which arch we hung out. Princeton High School is built in the Gothic style. Oh, I see. And so there were arched entryways.
0: Literally arches, okay. Yes,
1: literally arches. And so like... The arch that I hung out with was called the Freak Arch. (laughs) And the Freak Arch encompassed, there were some band geeks there, but it was like hippie freaks. When we say freak, it meant something different in 1973. It meant like, you know, hippie adjacent. Mm -hmm. Kind of the bohemian artists. And then there was an arch with the jocks and some of the athletes. And then there were people who were very interested in cars. They were over (laughs) by the parking lot. You know, so we kind of self-segregated like that.
0: Is there some moment in high school that you could think there was a before and an after, some classic moment?
1: I don't think about high school much. I really don't. It's not really. It's
0: not part uh, of your life anymore.
1: I had a brilliant teacher there who was an actual professional actress, and she was very, very helpful to me and, and encouraging. And very encouraging. In fact, when we did, <laughs> her name was Georgine Hall. Georgine Friedman, and I think her equity name was Georgine Hall. And she mm. performed off Broadway and maybe Broadway also. Great actress. And she taught English. And so when our high school did One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, she was going to play Nurse Ratchet because you know, how brilliant would that be yeah, um, to a have teacher. a great actress who's actually, an, you know, a middle-aged woman play this part. And then a bunch of us auditioned and she said, no, no, you have to let BB play it. She's got to play that part. Oh, how- and then I did Hello Dolly with her at McCarter Theater. Anyway, she was very, very encouraging. So the arts were encouraged in my high school.
0: What was your fear after you graduated? What did you fear your life could be and what did you hope your life could be?
1: I didn't think about hopes or fears. I was just absolutely dead set on dancing in New York on the Broadway stage. That's all. I didn't entertain fears. I mean, certainly I had anxieties about it. I wasn't cocky by any stretch. I wasn't like, oh, yeah, this is going to happen, no problem. I was an anxious, like, I have to, I was so impatient. I was like, when is it going to happen? When is it going to happen? Get the backstage and show business papers, open it up. So I was just very, very impatient, but I didn't, I never entertained, oh, it might not happen, you know. I just couldn't, I don't know. I, I'm just not built like that. I was just built to be completely focused on the thing.
0: So did you have any after-school jobs? Were you like the town babysitter? Or were you like, I'm in dance class?
1: No, I didn't. I did not have any jobs, but I did, during the summers, I used to volunteer and do some work on crew at a summer theater on the university campus. Princeton University campus had has a theater called Theater On Team, and it is quite small, mm. and it's beautiful. It's a part of Murray Dodge Hall, and it's a tiny, tiny theater. And I went over there, and I said, can I help? paint sets or flats or whatever. And so I think maybe two summers, maybe three. I used to paint flats. I learned how to Dutchman flats. I ran crew for some of the shows. I stepped on a blood machine backstage during a production of The Philanthropist. I hung lights. I focused lights. I learned the difference between a Fresnel and a Lico, and I patched them in and I even ran the dimmer board on some shows. It was a phenomenal education. And then they let me perform in there was a children's show that they did and they let me perform in that. And then they did a production of Picnic and I got to be one of the school teachers who gets like, I had one line
0: to say. line. So (laughs) you weren't, you weren't working, you were volunteering. How did you have any money? Did you make an allowance?
1: I had a little allowance.
0: Yeah. And And I
1: saved it up and I bought cigarettes with it.
0: (laughs) Would you ever buy records? Remember the first single you bought?
1: No, I didn't buy
0: records. That wasn't your thing. Even show albums?
1: No, I wasn't really into musical theater so much. <gasps> I didn't really know much about <sighs> musical theater. Once I saw Pippin, I had only seen one musical theater show before then. I went to see Hair when I was 11. And that's because we had some friends who worked for the advertising company. And can you imagine being 11 going, what the hell is going on? And where are their point shoes?
0: Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> so I saw ballets a lot when I was a kid. Where but, but shoes? But I wasn't... I'm not one of those people who's like, oh yeah, I used to watch all the movie musicals and this and that. And I learned the Seven Brides choreography. I knew nothing of that. It was not part of my life until I saw Pippin. And I saw that dancing, that choreography resonated so deeply for me that I said, okay, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do that guy's choreography. I didn't know that Bob Fosse was God. I just knew that I felt that up in the upper mezzanine. I was like, I know this is in my body. And of course, I'm seeing Ben Vereen and Ann Reinking and all these incredible Chris Chadman, Johnny Minio, all these brilliant dancers. And then I started going, oh, musical theater. Okay, so that means when they do this musical, our community musical, I guess I'll audition for that so I can dance in it. So I danced in Oklahoma.
0: What was your room like when you were in high school? Posters of Baryshnikov? No,
1: I didn't have any posters. I did sometimes copy down lyrics. Oh, God. (laughs) No. Like, um, there was some good Cat Stevens lyrics that I wrote down. What is that lyric? Oh, fuck. Uh, uh, Bits of broken glass. What is that? Slowly passing sailing ships. And Sunday afternoons, like people on the moon I see, are things not meant to be. Where do your golden rainbow, do you don't know the song? No. How do you not know this song? I know oh, That's James, James Taylor. Taylor. I know
0: James, I was just saying James, James Taylor, Taylor. Taylor, but I don't even know that. Well, yeah. wait, you would write it down and then hang it on your wall? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. so 70s. Text. Speaking of 70s, were you a macrame lady?
1: I did some macrame of in one time. Yes, I have. I have done that. <laughs> I have done batik. I have yep. tie-dyed, and I've been to a Grateful Dead concert. But I did that in the 80s because my brother's a deadhead. He <laughs> gave 80s. me a couple of tickets.
0: <laughs> Do you remember any mortifying moment in high school?
1: Oh, my God. The entire four years <gasps> were
0: mortifying.
1: Didn't sound like it always sounds like you were
0: completely oh, be cool, be cool. Where's God. the mortifying? No,
1: every moment is mortifying in high school. Here's the thing. You know how... <laughs> I am so tired right now. <laughs> okay, good. I am absolutely You're being more exhausted. honest. Good, I like it. But you know how, like, fashions come back and people say, oh, look at these very 70s retro. Isn't that cool? I go, God, no! The 70s, that's when I was an angsty, awkward, incredibly uncomfortable teenager. Why would I want to wear the clothes that remind me of that? I never want to see a dolman sleeve again.
0: Okay, get ready for This or That, where my guest reveals which pop culture thing they loved and hated in high school. This segment I call This or That, where I'm going to give you two things that were kind of big during your years in high school, and you tell me which one was more you. Hmm. I think I know the answer, but were you- Is there a
1: third option?
0: Sometimes. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Were you more prairie skirts or fry boots?
1: Well, those two go together.
0: So, you were both? No, th- you wear fry boots with prairie skirts. <gasps> yes, but okay, what were you more obsessed with?
1: I loved my boots. Yeah, they weren't sure. fries, but I loved my boots.
0: Were you a Carbonette show or Saturday Night Live?
1: Well, Saturday Night Live started late in yeah. my. I want to say Laugh-In and wow. The Smothers
0: Brothers. Okay. Those were the
1: ones that had a much stronger impression on me. Mm-hmm.
0: And, who and Tom Lair, because yes. that's what I
1: listened to at home.
0: So it was parody songs.
1: Tom Lair, Alvin and the Chipmunks, and The Beatles.
0: Those are your choices? Okay. <laughs> no, there was a lot of music in my house, actually. In Laughing, were you a Ruth Buzzy or a Goldie Hawn obsessed?
1: You know, there were more women than them. Mm. And I thought Joanne Worley was hilarious. She was. Goldie Hawn made me nervous.
0: Mountain Dew or Fresca? Fresca. Yes, me too.
1: (laughs) And Tab. Yes, Tab. tab. <laughs>
0: um, Jaws or The Exorcist?
1: Neither. Oh, no, I don't. No, no, no. Too scared? Scary, again? No, I don't watch horror movies. Never have. Also, I grew up going down the shore and swimming in the ocean. <laughs> and, you know, that would have ruined it for me. It's ruined we it for a lot of people. To, I mean, a lot of times we'd be out swimming in the ocean and the lifeguard would call us in because there was a shark scare. Oh, and for me, it was like, oh, God, when do we go back <laughs> out?
0: Oh, <laughs> you're lucky never saw a girl. Yeah, right. Were you a Carly Simon or a Carole King fan?
1: I think I liked them both because mm. they were both on the radio station that I listened to.
0: Which was what? Do you
1: remember? Um, WPLJ.
0: WPLJ, 95.5. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. When it came to music for me, it was really rock and roll and what my brother was listening to and I was listening to. Which is
0: what? Jethro Tull? Like, what's rock and roll?
1: Yeah, Jethro Tull.
0: Not Kiss. Uh, Led, Zeppelin. Led
1: Zeppelin. No, yeah. not into that. But yeah, I mean... Absolutely. The Beatles was loved by my entire family. And we had a lot of classical music playing in my house. But also there was Yes. I was a big Yes fan. (laughs) I went to a concert at the Philly Spectrum in 1975 in that white Chevy Nova
0: (laughs) <laughs> Forge, your parents' signature?
1: Uh, well, in terms of classical yeah. then,
0: were you Bach or Prokofiev? I,
1: I, I didn't know. Well, Prokofiev probably because that's what I danced to.
0: Well and we Juliet or Peter and the Wolf? Peter
1: and the Wolf. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Tchaikovsky every year and and Prokofiev for Cinderella when I danced in that ballet. Oh, just beautiful music. But I didn't really, like I say... Deeply ignorant, Seth. So I can't listen to music and tell you who that is. I just know I love it or, oh, I've heard that a million times. I mean, it wasn't until I was an adult that I went, that's ballet music. That's ballet class. What do you mean Chopin etudes? That's ballet class. Oh, you music. thought it was
0: just to accompany your plies? That's the
1: most beautiful piano music I've ever heard. Okay, you thought but it was written. Because it was for <laughs> frappes.
0: <laughs> Literally frappes. What about daytime? Were you a Mike Douglas or a Merv Griffin?
1: No daytime television in my house.
0: Not allowed or just...
1: Not allowed and it was not on. Nobody wanted to and it was not part of the culture of my family. Television came on after the sun went down. And I still, you know, I, if televisions are on during the day, it just makes my skin crawl. It really does. Because
0: you're supposed to be, what, working?
1: No, it's, I don't know. It's just that's not what it's for. <laughs> it's not for
0: daytime. It's for after dinner entertainment? Mm,
1: yeah, I think so.
0: Okay, yeah. good to know. What about Charlie Brown? I got
1: stuff, Seth. No, I like it. I got it. Stuff it's, but it's and I'm just exhausted enough to tell you about no, it. No, you're admitting everything.
0: <laughs> Did you watch Charlie Brown, any of those Charlie Brown oh, specials? Oh, I
1: loved it.
0: Me too. Christmas or Halloween?
1: Oh, I don't know. I didn't discern just anything. I don't know what world I was living in, but I didn't associate it with a holiday, I don't think. It was just like, oh, that's, and it happens to be about a Christmas tree.
0: Okay, it's time to find out how much my guess has changed or how much they have not. This is High School versus Now. So now my segment's called High School Versus Now, where I'm going to give you a scenario. You tell me how you would have responded in high school versus how you'd respond now. Oh, lordy. Here we go. So you're getting into your pink tights in high school for ballet class, and you overhear uh, two Trinas say that you constantly lift your hip into second position whenever you arabesque. They're totally dishing you. You're just opening it up way too much. It's not a proper arabesque. As opposed to now today, you're guest hosting so you think you can dance, you're backstage to the Keurig machine, you hear one of the choreographers say, BB has more style than actual dance technique. How would you have reacted in high school versus how you would have reacted now? Basically, if someone was dishing your dancing in high school versus dishing your dancing now, how would you have reacted?
1: Well, first of all, what are you saying about my arabesque and my style, Seth? <laughs> I am not. I'm trying to think with
0: something literally little as usual, rejecting my own issues. And whenever I had arabesque, I always open up my hips. So I'm like, maybe you were insulted one day. Mm. I'm just saying, it's not based on reality.
1: Probably react the same way, initially react the same way, which would be terribly hurt and cry. Hmm. But now I have more... <clears throat> Let's hope I have a little more sechel, so I can, you know, parse it out for myself and say, okay, that's Seth talking about his own insecurities. That really has. More I wasn't to do even with part him. of this, by the way, but I like going to be <laughs> not <Okay>. me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you wouldn't have gone to any of those people and been like, "How dare you say my arm is bad?" Oh,
1: I am very, very confrontation averse. Okay. I do not like confrontation. Oh my god, I'm. She's cringing, sweat listeners. a little bit right <laughs> now, even thinking about it.
0: Okay, so then and Although now. Although
1: there's a girl from fifth grade that I would totally punch in the face right now if I saw her on the street. <laughs> <So>. Fifth
0: grade? <laughs> what happened? She stole your cigarettes? <laughs> <laughs> I'm axing. Okay, in my other scenario, you're going to the Princeton High School Awards and you have to get dressed up. And or nowadays you're going to the Tony Awards, you have to get dressed up. So how do you, first of all, feel about getting dressed up Younger versus now, and what would you have worn back then versus now?
1: Well, we know what I wore to my proms. When I was a sophomore, I I did wear a prairie skirt and top to that prom, and then I moved into the jersey slinky stuff. Probably a little bit more overtly sexy when I was younger, Mm -hmm. and now I would be more focused on it being a little bit more elegant and witty,
0: sounds like you have both answers. You have less to prove now than you did then. It's time for Show and Tell, where my guests show me mementos from their high school years. Now, Bibi Neuwirth does not have her yearbook, but I have found my access to her yearbook, and we're going to go through some photos and talk about them. So this is your graduation photo. Oh, yeah, it is. And you talked about how you used to write down quotes, and I see that your quote is a lyric.
1: Yeah, and this... So this, it says, thunderclouds have their lightning, nightingales have their song, and don't you see, I want my life to be something more than long. And then down below it says, hello, that's because there was another girl I was friends with, and we used to go, hello, hello. I other, wondered like, why it said that. Parakeets, we're going, hello, <laughs> So I put that down, and I think she wrote it in her, yeah. I can't remember her name.
0: Ah, there's a picture of Bibi in a flowing white gown doing a really good back do. Look at that winged foot. Mm. I'm impressed. Do you look at yourself and go, wow, I was so I, good? You know,
1: it's hard enough to take photographs of dance when you're a professional photographer. If you're a kid in high school and you're just showing up to take pictures, you take it right in between the <laughs> movements. And so you can't, this, they're bad pictures.
0: The line is very good. I'm impressed by the line. Let it be known. Kiss Me Kate, were you Lois? Is that you? This is me playing Bianca. Bianca's a sassy sidekick. I'm a maid who would marry. That's right. And boy, was Roberta pissed that I- You got the part over her?
1: Yes, she was a a senior. She was a senior. She was the head of the cheerleading squad. She was homecoming queen. She was not my friend. And she did not like me. She ha- she was as preppy jockey as they come. And I was the absolute opposite of that. And she was, because she was a senior, and she always did the leads in musicals, she was sure that she was gonna get that, but we all auditioned and I got the part <gasps> and
0: man, she was pissed. Who did she play then? There's no other girl parts in it?
1: She wasn't in it.
0: <gasps> yeah.
1: I, bet I didn't was, feel sorry for her cause she was not nice.
0: I bet she was pissed after that first Tony and then the second one. I don't
1: know. Wait, wait, I'm in more pictures okay, there. Hold on, I gotta hold on. show you. Oh, yeah,
0: I, gotta, I couldn't there's find you. There's more
1: here, this is fun.
0: And then I found your coup d'etat role, Nurse Ratchet.
1: Nurse Ratchet and, and, and Dick Papa was Kungers playing States. McMurphy.
0: You're in a full... It's such a perfect... It's basically Lilith from Cheers is the nurse, right? It's just I mean, shut down. Not exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's the next it's step really of Lilith. really pushing it. <laughs> <laughs> but she's, she's kind of shut down, blank-faced. I mean...
1: Yeah, no. maybe I'm going to um, say no. Maybe murderous. That, but he's very, very talented.
0: Dick so was he played really the Jack Nicholson talented.
1: part. Yeah, he was great. And so it was great because we weren't dating each other anymore, but we had dated, so there was that sexual <sighs> tension there between... Ratchet and McMurphy.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. It's almost the end of the episode, which means it's time for my two final questions. So before we go, I always ask my guests no, two no, questions.
1: No, no, this is fun. Let's keep talking Aww. all afternoon. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> about me. <laughs> no, I mean, it's fun <laughs> to go back, right? But we do have to go. I always like to ask That's my guests. What guest, you do during
1: Mercury retrograde? What? It's very good to research and reunion and go back and think about things from
0: the past. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm glad to know that. Yeah. Finally, me living in the past is paying off. I like to ask my guests two questions. If you could tell someone from high school one thing, or maybe your entire high school, is there anything you'd like to finally say?
1: God, and you want me to think of that right now, off the cuff?
0: Oh. oh. Anything on your mind? God,
1: anything on my mind? Yeah. It's interesting because, I mean, that's interesting to me that I can't think of anything that I would say to to that group of folks.
0: How about your I teachers? I mean, that's interesting. Well, what about your teachers that you did forfeit to? Do you have any regrets?
1: Well, I I regret not studying. I would like to not be as ignorant as I am.
0: I feel like that answers my next question, which is if a 15-year-old Bibi Neuwirth were listening now through a time warp, what would you like to say to her? And I feel the answer is start studying. But, no,
1: no, I wouldn't so what say would you, that.
0: To what her. would you say to her? Okay, good. What would you say to her?
1: It's going to be fine. <laughs> Did you doubt it was going to be fine? Well, as I say, I was so impatient. Mm. I was absolutely so impatient. How are you feeling? I'm impatient. Hi, how are you today? Impatient.
0: You were just frustrated by time that you were a teenager. Absolutely. You had a I teenager. couldn't
1: wait for my life to start.
0: Thank you, Bibi. It has been a plaisir. If you studied French, you'd know what that meant.
1: I, I actually know what you said. Well, Merci bien. Ah, bravo. <laughs> Un plaisir pour moi aussi.
0: This episode of Seth Rudetsky's Back to School was produced and engineered by Sarah Esikoff. Our theme music was written by Seth Rudetsky and sung by Seth Rudetsky and Maggie McDowell. Our band was Seth Rudetsky, Mark Schmied, Carrie Meads, and Jim Hirschman. This episode was mixed by James Bullido. Seth Rudetsky's Back to School is a serious XM production and is executive produced by me, Seth Rudetsky, Brandon Getchis, and Maggie Van Dorn.